Well, welcome back to another episode of We're Actually Doing This. You're listening to Dana Woods. I'm here with Casey Ryerson and an extra specially weird co-host. And just kidding. Whittington, you're a great co-host. We're happy to have you here. Yeah, it's, it's fun to be back. It's fun to be back as number uh, unlucky 13 of the tremendous 12 or the unlucky 13. Um, yeah, it's good to be back and come hang out with you guys and chat you up and see kind of how the format's going for you guys. So. Yeah, good. And we asked Travis to come on this week because we have a special guest, Chris Woods, um, at Daily STEM on Twitter. He's a pretty big name in the STEM world. He is not a STEM teacher. He is a math teacher and a science teacher, which is two of the parts of STEM, but he is not directly in a STEM or STEAM classroom. He is uh, he's a math teacher. And, he, and this year he just said that he switched over. Now he's also teaching science, but it's a great interview. We brought Travis in because we wanted him to be a part of this. He's our local STEM teacher or STEAM teacher. Um, and last time that you heard Travis, we were sitting in his camper. You can probably <laughs> hear the furnace kick on every once in a while. It was one of well, Dana Clay, Dana claimed it was his favorite place to record. It wasn't the most, it was the most popular, sorry. It was the oh, most I popular place. You but know, it, guys, I could I could remotely rent that location to you guys. I mean, that's it's mobile. I could bring it to you. Right. I thought about that, too, because I I have a camper in my yard now that it's kind of hidden out in the weeds. I'd have to pull it up close so we could get some Wi-Fi or maybe we could use Dana's hotspot. But same thing. Yeah. Would your wife so, make cookies, though? No, probably not. Oh, all right. No, we have zucchinis <laughs> in the garden. The so there, there might be zucchini bread right now. Well, that sounds pretty good. I can go yeah. for zucchini bread. Yeah, as long as it has chocolate chips. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so um, a while back in our first episode of this season, which we are changing the format up a little bit because we want to make sure that we can claim these milestone episodes. This is episode 19. Um, the last two episodes of this season are now been changed to episode 18 and episode 17. So on 17, we talked about um, how we kind of kicked back and and rejuvenated over the summer so we want to hear from you travis what's something you did over this summer to rejuvenate and get ready for the new year i really enjoy kind of working with my hands over the summer i don't really like work i would say a summer job but i am like a tinkerer i am a constant tinkerer and anybody who knows me knows that that's kind of like my pursuit in the summer um i think i a couple snowmobiles a jet boat passed through here a um, couple of jet skis, but my main project is I finally kind of bit the bullet and uh, I built a sauna. I paid way out the nose for lumber, but um, finally got around to building building one. And I would spend a couple hours a day still doing family stuff around it. But uh, yeah, it turned out really nice. And it was kind of my my big summer project that I really enjoyed seeing through to the end. Yeah, well, and now we're in an area of Minnesota that we're like on the borderline of it's a sauna oh, or is it yep. a sauna? Okay. So yeah, and, my, my brother-in-law would be like sauna. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Is he, is he from the range? Uh, yeah. They're Rangers, uh, yeah. Ely area, um, right. total, total sauna. Country. Sauna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when I started, I actually got a wood stove from him, but then I, I only had so much cedar that I had gotten for free on another deal from my father-in-law um, that once I actually got it built and I tucked this big giant wood stove in there, I was like, this thing is going to go up like a book of matches. So <laughs> I had to, I had to rethink my plan a little bit and I'm, I'm going with an electric stove. Um, but yeah, it, it's been kind of a process. I've never really built anything like this. So it was kind of fun 
learning and trying to just implement some of my own little ideas along the way and see how it turned out. So just to, you know, on the topic of saunas again, and the, the speaking and how we're saying it, if you were on the range, just to make people angry, I think you could say that you're going to go to the sauna and eat a pasty or is it pasty? <laughs> well, so you maybe should it, add, add down in Tedaguchi to the end of it. Yeah, you're exactly, really, yeah. I mean, they would just hey, be triggered, just can you, triggered. Can you help <laughs> us with the pronunciation of, is it Tedaguchi State Park? It's Tedaguchi, I'm pretty sure. Okay. All right. I well, think, hopefully I you can help us. Back so, when I was a younger guy, I rock climbed out there a few times. So yeah, it's a sweet place. But I again, like we're not we're not here to teach English or anything. We're just here for a podcast. <laughs> Are we here <laughs> to teach we, anything? Let's we, be honest. We, yeah, if we mispronounce anything, I'm sorry. Help us out. You leave can it try down to in the explain comments. it. Yeah, leave it in the comments. <laughs> try to explain it. You could send us on Twitter. We're on Twitter still. We're on Twitter. Yo, I mean, we're really just getting started on Twitter. We right? are just getting started. Yeah, exactly. So we're first off, I want to, I want to followers. Yeah. So it's, it's at doing this pod, but I also want to send out Travis's information because he is kind of new to Twitter and he doesn't like it that much yet, but there's a yeah. whole STEM steam world out there that he needs to find because there's some great people, including our guests today, but Travis's Twitter handle is at watch teach. I'm not going to spell it out. You can slowly listen to my voice again if you feel like you need it. But Travis is on it. He's going to be tagged on all of our stuff this week. We're going to get him in the loop, too, because we 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 rallied him up. We wanted him to be part of this interview, and we're going to introduce him to our world for a week. Just drown me in the Twitter sphere. We're going to drown you in the Twitter sphere. <laughs> but you know what? A lot more people need to use it. So... The sauna is used right now or not quite? You're almost to that point. Oh, see, so yeah, now I have to put in wire. So I have to wire it in, um, live on a little lake. So I got to figure out a way to get uh, power down there. So uh, got to rent a trencher and do a little bit more work, but it, it's close. I mean, that's really my last step. So, well, um, you have like a 11 year old trencher, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I have an 11 year old trencher and an eight year old trencher. Yeah, exactly. But before I send them out there, I want to know where the current line of the ground is. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't want to play Minesweeper out there at all. Right. Well, good. I think uh, people need to stay tuned. This episode is going to be great. Basically, what you're going to find out is that STEM can be taught anywhere at any time as long as you keep your eyes open. Yeah. I, I think uh, Chris Woods had a lot of really cool ideas and he has a lot of stuff that he shares for free with teachers and I'm kind of a fanboy, So it was kind of fun being a part of the interview. Thanks for being on it. Everybody enjoy the episode today. I'm like, I'm only as funny as I can be when, when uh, Casey's around. This is, we're actually doing this where we're finding people from all communities we're actually doing innovative things to help connect, educate, and inspire. Well, welcome to We're Actually Doing This Podcast. Today we are joined by uh, the Daily STEM guy, Chris Woods. He is a math and science teacher. He's an educational presenter, and he is the host of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Welcome to the show, Chris. 
Hey, really appreciate it, Casey. Uh, big fan of yours and uh, can't wait to uh, to be able to chat with all of you and, and hopefully give some uh, great ideas to uh, all, all the listeners. Yeah, so I've been following Chris for a while since I joined Twitter, which wasn't crazy long time ago, but as soon as I joined the, the STEM, STEAM world of education, I started having a, a following of people that I had that I wanted to stick around because they always came up with great ideas. And I feel like you're almost the leader of that cult. <laughs> yeah, the STEM cult? Yeah, that's at least the STEM Twitter cult, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Not I mean, that it's a cult, but yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, the, I mean, the biggest thing is Casey's like you said, I'm, I'm a teacher. And I mean, however many years ago, I, I asked the, the technology teacher at our school and said, you know, hey, I, I've got all these ideas, these things I'm doing with my kids. How can I help share those with other people? Because I know there's other educators out there thinking this is hard. STEM is rocket science and robots and things and 3D printers. And I don't understand how to do any of this. And, and they just need that little bit of confidence, those those few ideas, those simple little things you could do with, with very few materials or cheap resources and, and, and just sharing some of those ideas to help. Because if I can help some other educators out there have some great things they can do with their kids, then guess what? Now it's easier for more kids to get excited about STEM and, and, and really engage with their learning. Right, exactly. So that's kind of leads to what I was going to ask you is like, what are you actually doing right now? Because you saw the need, you pinpointed yeah. that this is something that needs to happen. What are you yeah. doing in, in the educational world right now that's helping people? Well, I mean, I guess it's a little, you know, a little bit of uh, here and there and everywhere, just anything that I can do, I mean, to share. I mean, so like if I see something in, in my daily life, I, I, I mean, I share that something that I do with my students in my own classroom. I mean, it doesn't take long to just uh, snap a picture of uh, something that the kids are doing or something that they're excited about. I mean, I mean, really, social media is like that refrigerator that, that we had when we were kids. You know, I want to take something home and hang it on the fridge and be proud of it. Um, when we can snap a picture of something our kids are doing and share that out with the world, um, first of all, those kids feel like like they're something special. They're famous. And and in fact, just today, a couple of kids are like, Mr. Woods, we found your Twitter site. Mr. Woods, you post <laughs> you posted this picture. And I remember that from the other day. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm helping make you famous. I, I, and they're like, this is really cool. And, but you know, just sharing some of those ideas. Um, but but honestly, the biggest thing is just just trying to help some educators and whether that's through doing a podcast uh, as often as I as I have some time to be able to edit and post those like I'm sure all of you understand or or if it's, you know, making a newsletter to to get some more kids excited. Um, what, whatever I can do, it's, you know, it, presenting at a school, taking a day off from school here or there to go help some some educators somewhere else. Um, it's it, it just like, I mean, we're all, we're all in this together as educators. We just, we just need, need some ideas and some encouragement. For sure. I really, so, I, go ahead, I really, oh, I, I really appreciate it too. How like you, you packaged it in such a nice deployable that a teacher anywhere could grab that and use that in that moment. Yeah. Right. And that's what the website is just daily stem.com and you have all sorts of resources. And then the, the, is it the daily news or what, what exactly it's, the, the, it? it's 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 just i just call it the daily stem you know think of yeah. like a like a newspaper you know i'm like the daily news well it's the daily stem and um you know so i put a, i put a i kind of summarize an article that i find that's got some stem connection to it i i put a challenge in there some some mystery microscope photos a puzzle um 
you know, and then, and then this past year and, and on into this year, I've been uh, throwing a STEM career in there where you're just kind of talking a little bit about, and, and each thing has some, some links to something else. So, so, you know, that kid reads that, and, wow, I'm, I'm interested in being a veterinarian. And I didn't ever, never thought of that as a STEM career. So click on that video or click on uh, that article to maybe learn a little bit more. And, and, and a teacher can use it as a PDF. They can print them out. Uh, share them with with uh, another educator in their school. So now you got that literacy aspect, but uh, it can it can just engage kids in just another way. And and we all know kids need to read more and and stop right. just you know swiping through TikTok. So <laughs> how often do you do you post the daily STEM? Um, so I I try to make them you know every week. Uh, usually it ends up being about you know once every couple weeks. Yeah. Um, it's it just like all of us we're we're busy. We're educators. We're we're doing fifty seven things uh, besides just uh, trying to trying to help the kids in our classroom right. learn. So but trying to find it within you to say no to something because <laughs> you you care so much that you want to help yeah. with everything. But yeah, yeah, sometimes... and 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 if. And if teachers are wondering, you know, hey, when does a new one come out? I mean, you can go back and you can see the archives. There's like 80 past issues, you know, scroll through them, find one, you know, click out, you know, print out an old one or share it as a PDF. But if you want to know when the new one comes out, if you go to my website, um, you click the, you know, I want to be added to the mailing list. And every time I make a new one, I just send an email that says, hey, there's a new one. This is what's in it. Here's the answers to the uh, to all the mystery questions that are that are encoded, I've been encoding them the past year. So just that <laughs> one ex, one extra little fun thing to get kids breaking a code, which um, could be a whole other uh, STEM connection. So going back to something that you said originally about mm -hmm. like, social media being this just a crazy amount of information, right? Yeah, I oh, was yeah. looking on the internet earlier, and I found a quote that said finding something on Google is like taking a drink out of a fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah. So, so think about, I mean, as you type something in to try to find something out about a, a insect that you found or whatever it may be, you're going to have like a zillion responses <laughs> instantly on the internet. So, but the daily STEM is something that I think is very important. And that kind of, I wanted to find a time to bring up the fact that like every teacher can be doing this stuff. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, so how do we get them to, and you're, yeah. you're doing that right now with, with all of your publications, your website, your podcast. I mean, you're going to, you're, you're opening the door for everybody to find that yep. within themselves. You can make a half hour a day or, or maybe even less. It's just a moment in the hallway, whatever it may be yep. to make sure that you're making that connection to that type of thinking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right on, uh, Casey, and and I'm sure all of all of you as educators and, and everybody listening, uh, you know, we, we've got little bits of time in our class. We may not have, you know, a half hour. We may not have like, you know, the full day to do a big project. Um, and and that's sometimes I think what educators think. Oh, I got to do STEM. I got to get these kits. I got to set it up ahead of time. You know, so. So sometimes it's about just showing a quick five minute video you happen to cross on YouTube or, or a, a video that even better, a kid showed you that they found um, something that has a, that uh, really cool connection. Um, maybe it's just getting out some scrap paper. Maybe it's just getting some cardboard out and saying, you know, hey, we were talking about about this concept the other day. You know, you got five minutes, you got 10 minutes to build a, you know, a ramp that that makes the car go down. And, and like we were doing in, in my eighth grade science the other day, because uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm a teacher. I'm just sharing ideas that, that I'm coming up with and doing with my own kids. So I had them build a ramp that that ramp, the car goes down, the Hot Wheels car goes down, hits the car that was just sitting there. 
and you know it transfers that that energy from one car to the other you got you got potential kinetic uh you've got um you know newton's first law of motion you know object in motion object at rest um and, and so i was able to review lots of different topics with it but all it just took was you know i gave him 20 minutes and some cardboard and and some rubber bands and, and i said hey and if we got any other materials you think might be interested in use them um, you know, and I, I grabbed some Hot Wheels cars from my, my kid's room and, and brought those in, you know, we just, if you just try something like that, um, you're going to, you're going to start, uh, finding out that, that it's not so bad. And even when they fail, you, you try something else. Every moment is a teachable moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can, yeah. you can apply that to anything. I think your publication does a really good job of just like giving bite-sized inspiration mm -hmm. to classrooms that they yeah. can just run with. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that, Travis. Well, and then even like on Twitter, all of your posts and stuff, you just like that that stuff. I mean, if we just scrolled through, if I went to school tomorrow morning and I looked at your Twitter feed, I could probably find something that I'd be like, hey, look at this. Look at this. And I could show my class, like I could walk around the room. So you don't just necessarily even need to read the daily stem. You could also just look at at Chris's yeah. Twitter feed. It's always bombarded with a whole bunch of crazy stuff that's fun yeah you know? and 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 you know what uh, sometimes it just just takes you know just starting to notice uh that stem right. in the world around you because it's there i mean i mean as stem teachers or you know even anybody to say i want to add a little bit more stem to my classroom we can't just say oh stem jobs are in the future you know stems they're right now um oh stem you know if i get a grant no uh, use what you've got right now um you know pull that phone out of your pocket that everybody's got you know in their pocket snap a picture of, I mean, like I was driving home and, you know, and there's like two cranes and, you know, working on a project. Well, those, those cranes were, you know, uh, making an angle. Um, the next day they were like, kind of like parallel to each other. So I'm snapping a picture again. I can, I can just <laughs> pop that up on the screen and show the kids and say, Hey, what do you notice? What STEM do you notice in this picture? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, sometimes it's as simple as that. What do you right. notice uh, in the world around you? Right. And that, that's another thing that, in an earlier episode we'd brought up that I wanted to ask you in this interview, how did you train your brain into even thinking this way? I know you, you have the vocabulary too. So that might be one <laughs> thing that is a little scary for some of the teachers out there is like, they see something and for them to come up with the words, kinetic energy, energy, yeah. Newton's laws, all that stuff is a little bit, maybe, especially the younger yeah. grade teachers, somebody yeah. that's not a science background. So how right. did you train your brain or has it always been that way? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a that happen. Yeah. That's a great question, Casey. And, and, and honestly, again, that's a lot of the reason why I started sharing stuff. I wanted to be helpful to other teachers because you know, I went to college for, you know, for a math degree and, and also studied engineering. So I, I can see those things. I can think in terms of those things. And yeah, so many teachers that are trying to add STEM right now are elementary teachers. And, and they don't always have that confidence to say, yeah, I understand. Often they're the ones that say, ah, I was never very good at math or, or things like that. And you never want to admit that to your students. Um, always say, I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to get better at a, at a particular right. subject. Um, but, but to train your brain, I mean, honestly, I, I played with Legos as a kid, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I went outside and built something. Wait, uh, you know, wait, I, wait, wait, I play with yeah. Legos as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just meant I had more time to play with Legos as a kid. So, um, but, but, but honestly, um, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of, of, just starting to notice something, you know, and, and you'll be surprised the more you start noticing, um, you'll start to notice more, you know, you're at the grocery store, uh, you'll see a sign for, you know, 
you know, three for $7 or something. You'll be like, hey, instead of just talking about fractions, I'm going to snap a picture of that and, and ask my students, hey, what does three for seven mean? Um, you know, and, and, and instead of just having a fake story problem, I mean, there's so many real ones right out there waiting for you. Yeah, that's that's like one of you you run into math problems in a book and it's you know the person went to the store and bought 45 bananas why yeah. would somebody buy 45 bananas unless they're yeah. making banana bread for a party like they're not gonna buy that yeah. many bananas so hey hey casey i'm <laughs> and, and travis uh you're, you're both invited to my my banana bread party just, yeah just right <laughs> exactly we're having a banana bread party yeah. yeah i've got i've got two kids that give you a run on 45 bananas i'll tell you that one <laughs> yeah, right yeah but on, I, but i tell you what honestly if there was ever 45 bananas for for really cheap you know like for a dollar or something i mean i'd buy those 45 bananas and i'd come up with something i'd take them into class and say all right kids what can we make out of what can we test with 45 bananas and and i guarantee you those kids would probably come up with something interesting and and you know what they would remember all during your school year the time that mr or miss so-and-so brought in 45 bananas yeah exactly and that's and and that's a lot of it too you know we're we're creating uh, memories. We're making making education where it's got that emotional connection to it. And and if if all we ever do is, you know, I mean, sometimes people think STEM is just a very rote kind of subject. And and some people even argue, hey, if you're not adding that A in there and calling it STEAM, you know, you're you're leaving out all that artistic aspect too. Well, guess what? It's it's there whether you call it or not. Um, STEAM or STEM, it's it's still got that. You can't right. separate out the artisticness of it. So it's just a name. Yes, just even though name. I call it, you know, daily STEM or talk about it's it's just an acronym. It's it's about making education relevant to to the kids in their world. So right. I, I also but, think the person yeah, train training. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say training your brain. It it does. It just takes time. But what what Travis? I was just gonna say I think your your outlook's a little bit unique too because I feel like the perception of STEAM or STEM um, courses is really based around technology. Like mm -hmm. you need to have these robotics to do steam. You need to have this level of computer to do steam. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a district that does invest in some of those things for me to use my mm -hmm. program the way I'd like to. But yeah. I think it's kind of refreshing for teachers to go, Oh, I, I don't need to learn robotics to do STEM. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like there's kind of been this gatekeeper that was like, this is the level of technology and money you need to do these activities. Yeah. And when really it's in your, it's in your backyard, just yeah. find an activity, make it relate. Right. Yeah. Whether it's or 45 out, bananas. <laughs> yeah. Or, or pull out that phone and, you know, and turn it to, to stop motion, you know, time lapse or to slow motion and, and just record something in, in your backyard or have the kids record something that they find in their backyard. And, and man, I mean, those are powerful things too. You can, you can see how a, how a creature moves and um, you can say, wow, uh, just think of if you had to uh, computer, be a computer programmer to, to do the CGI for some uh, crazy movie. Uh, I mean, those are those are the types of things that that now get kids thinking. Oh yeah, instead of just recording myself doing some dance on TikTok, I could record, you know, crazy bugs and and who knows, maybe someday be you know making National Geographic documentaries, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I was walking into the I, since since we lined up your interview, like I do yeah. kind of think that way to begin with, but yeah, um, it just so happened like. It, this summer sometime we had a salamander that was running across our driveway. So I grabbed it. I had to go to work. I work in the summer. So I ran to work, but I put it in a jar and I left it on our kitchen table and I left. So just so my kids could see it when they woke up. 
And then the same thing happened the other day. I get I get to school and I'm walking into the door and I see a salamander on the floor or on the on the pavement. And I grab it and I walk all the way through the school. I must have had 200 plus kids see me holding a salamander on my way into school, asking me questions. I'm initially like me just excited. I'm like handing it to kids. They're holding it, (laughs) carrying it around. And I see the principal. I'm like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Let's see how that goes. But ended up, you know, brought it into my class, let it go with the kids. I'm like, well, there's predators. Where would they be if they were looking? What should we do? Where should we let it go? Where's a good place? And we thought about the whole thing together, but it was just like that moment. That was a, and a salamander. I mean, you could see earthworms yeah. coming out of the ground everywhere, but yeah, most of these kids have probably never, ever seen a salamander, yeah. you know, from yeah. somebody, I mean, that close to them ever in their life. And they did now. So yeah. that was, I was, you know, yeah. and I probably would have did it had we not lined you up for an interview, but yeah. that, I think I was thinking that when we had you line up, I'm like, Chris yeah. would grab this. Chris would bring this yeah. into school it, it, with his 45 bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, I yeah. got yeah. uh, We had the, I'm the, I kind of work in the district office and Casey and Travis won't admit this, but they hate me because one of our staff development days, I came in and I said, let's, let's work on a curriculum map. Let's take all your activities and, <laughs> and write them down for a curriculum. And let's make sure that all these things I have a scope and sequence and I'm yeah. just, and it was like, yes, that's important, but we have to find the engagement. And I'm just yeah. curious what it looks like, like in that standards world that we're all compelled to live in now. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, Dana. I mean, th- that, that happens. I mean, educators are, are definitely uh, constrained, but, but also um, there's so many opportunities within that curriculum. And if you look at it as, um, filled with opportunities. So say you're a, a third grade teacher and, and, you, and you look at the different topics that you are teaching, you know, and you say, okay, so what's, what is some STEM in that curriculum already that I'm doing? You know I mean? And, and you just pick a topic. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, cause I'm no third grade curriculum, but, but maybe there's erosion and, you know I mean? So instead of just talking about erosion, you know, you know, you say, all right, let's, um, let's see if we can uh, create something that, that shows some erosion. Let's get some, uh, you know, uh, a, a little uh, diorama, you know, or whatever, you know, you get some dirt, you go outside, you know, you pour some water while you do it in slow motion uh, with your camera set up. Um, but, you know, those kids are going to get a, a far better understanding of something. If you can uh, just bring in a little bit of hands-on um, aspect um, to, to that, but, but yeah, look at the curriculum you've already got and say, what are just some little ideas that you could add to it? And if, and if you're wondering, if you're like, hey, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to do uh, for this. How could I add some STEM to that? You know, I mean, talk to talk to the teacher in your school that that does kind of those STEMI things. Who's that that nerd in your school that might be able to help you come up with an idea? You know, or ask Casey or Travis or ask me. Um, just reach out to us because because we're, you know, we can maybe think of something that that maybe you didn't think of. Um, and you know what? When you when you come across something, you know, later on in the year, and you're like, oh, this would be really good. Makes you a bookmark it for for next year, um, whether that's a video, whether that's a, a curriculum idea. And I know that maybe sounds like so oversimplified, but um, that's that's really all it takes. And, and something that I got to tell everybody, you may not get to 100% of your curriculum 
if you're trying to add in some of those hands-on on pieces, some of those hands-on projects. But those kids are going to come away with a greater understanding of the 90% that you taught, very hands-on, than they would have if you had gone 100% and got through everything, but there was no engagement. And it goes back to what you said about the excitement. What are those kids going to remember? Are they going to enjoy being in your classroom? If you don't get through 100% of your curriculum, when they go to the next grade level, whatever it may be, they find their new teacher, are they going to be excited about whatever subject that they have? You know, whether it's reading, whether it's science, whether it's math, and their teacher says, hey, we're going to do math. What's their attitude? <laughs> the curriculum to fidelity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but, it's, but it's relationships yeah. is so important and having that relationship where the kids know that education learning at school is fun or can be fun. Mm -hmm. That's what you need more than anything. Mm -hmm. So, and STEM is a great way to bring that into your classroom because those kids are going to remember, they're going to remember, you know, that a hundred of the 200 kids that got to see the salamander probably went home and told their parents about it. I actually walked around and told a couple of them that it was a Pokemon, but that was just the kindergartners. They'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but again, a lot of those simple things you could do with kids, you know, maybe it's just five minutes, maybe it's just 10, 15 minutes. And, and some of that stuff in the middle of the class day, if you're an elementary teacher uh, or at the beginning of the day to just spark some interest before you get started, um, that can, that can make a big difference. Um, you know, and, and again, I mean, like, Biggest example that I can share from from uh, my past is as I was teaching geometry, you know, a hands-on geometry, and we were we were finding area perimeter of of different shapes, and you think, okay, everything's a rectangle, everything's a circle, but you know, in our world, it's not that way. So I had them trace the outside of their their shoe, and and so okay, how do you estimate how many squares are inside that? Because we did it on graph paper, and then a kid, one kid said, hey, can we try making some shoes, Mister Woods? And guess what? Um, we spent a couple of days uh, turning paper and cardboard into some really cool looking shoes. And you know what? The kids learned uh, a lot of hands-on skills from that. They learned perseverance, um, but they did also learn about area and perimeter. And they were much more prepared for when we did surface area and volume later on in the year. Yeah, right. Yeah, preparing them in a way that they're they're ready for it. Mm -hmm. When they, when they hear those words again, they feel like those words have already registered in their vocabulary. Yeah. Now that's something that Travis and I, when we taught Steve together too, we made sure that there was main vocab that we would use that would be again taught in fourth, fifth grade science, maybe sixth grade, so on. So yeah. that hitting on the vocab and they'll remember that. But before yeah. we, before we let you go today, there's always a time that yeah. we have to ask you a question. So Dana, this is you. Yeah. You are on the floor. Well, thanks so much again for, for being on the show. All of our listeners always like we kind of have this thing that we just ask yeah, go. Uh, our guests, what advice you would give to your fourth grade self? Advice I'd give to my fourth grade self. That's such a great question, Dana. I appreciate you asking that. Um, you know, honestly, uh, I, I back then when I was, in fourth grade, I didn't know what I wanted to be. I, I never would have guessed I would be a teacher someday. In fact, I was one of those shy kids. Um, and, and I think I would probably tell uh, my younger self, you know, don't worry about what other people think, you know, just, just step out and try something. Don't worry if you're shy. Um, just, um, just try something. Um, you know, I, I, I speak in front of people every day. Um, but in high school, I was still even a little bit nervous to do that. Um, it, and it just takes trying. It just takes stepping out, doing something. 
um, given, given something your best shot, if, if you're an educator listening today and, and you're like, oh, you know, I could never, you know, share uh, the things that I'm doing in my classroom. Yes, you can just, just speak up, you know, post something on, on social media, um, tell somebody else in your school, say, hey, I'm doing something great with my kids. This worked great. Uh, somebody else is going to be excited for that. If you come across a great resource, share it with another teacher at your school. That collaboration piece is so powerful. You can be an encouragement to another educator that, that maybe uh, you didn't even realize was having a bad day. Um, and that's part of that, that learning to, to speak up and, and be proud of uh, the great job that you're doing in your classroom. And again, it can help so many people out. Right. Thanks. We want to thank you so much for, for agreeing to be on this podcast with us. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully, I invited Whittington on here so I wouldn't be stuck between two woods. <laughs> <laughs> i had to bring it up it was mentioned before uh, too it was actually dana i think that came up with that but <laughs> so thanks for everything you do and i just want you to know that you are actually doing something that is very important and i i i think that there are people around our schools for sure that need to that need to hear this so that would assume mm -hmm. that there are people all around and it's not just for the stem people the steam nope. people this is for everybody so mm -hmm. Everybody that's listening, it is well. Your Twitter handle is at Daily Stem, yep. and and your your website is just www.dailystem.com. You can find all sorts of great information there. But thanks again yeah. for coming on with us, Chris. Um, follow him; he has some amazing tweets, and we want to thank you for being on with us. Hey, appreciate it, Casey. I'm I'm always happy to help. If anybody's got a question, dailystem at gmail.com or you know, again, head to my website. Always happy to help, especially if you're wondering what do I do? How do I start? Um, that's you know, that's that's what it's all about. We're here to help. Exactly. Thanks. Mm -hmm. No problem. Thank you, everybody. Keep up the good work. Yeah, you're 40. Why are you hanging out with a 30-year-old? <laughs>